and welcome to another episode of Nerds and the City podcast, a Central Florida podcast, weekly podcast talking about nerd culture, movies, games, comics, art, and a bunch of local events that are happening around in Central Florida. Uh, I'm one of your hosts today. My name is Tony. Uh, we're out with one of other hosts, Ricky, but we have... I'm thinking about it. You're thinking about it? <laughs> I'm trying to see who I want to be today. <laughs> I... I'm saving next week for Nick Nicolangelo. Nick Niels. Nick Niels. Nick Niels. Really? Nick Niels. Nick Niels. Nail, right. No, nails. Nick like, Nails? Like fingernails? How the way you, oh. you scratch me today <laughs> at MMA class? Yeah. All right. By the way, me and Nick are uh, we're members at Fusion XL, and we do kickboxing, boxing, and grappling. We've been doing it for grappling about three weeks. Yeah. And then Nick seemed, for some reason today, every time... He tried to like toss me or push me off. He used his nails and digged into my skin. Got my catwoman side coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 what is it? You, 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 you honed into Halle Berry's <laughs> Catwoman. <laughs> whoa, whoa, no, no, that, that didn't exist. That didn't happen. That, that movie never happened. That, that, that had to. No, yeah, it did. No, no, no. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer. Or, not or at was all. it? Um, um, darn it, you messed me up now because I'm like thinking about. Um, what's her name? I know. I. And Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. You can say it. It's not Anne Hathaway. Oh, that. I think you're talking about the original, original. Oh, no, no. No, I'm talking about Anne Hathaway. She Cat didn't woman. really scratch anybody, though. Yeah, but she was kind of. Like, woman. she just happened to have, like, like a, a headset that looked like ears, you know? Like, it was kind of like a, you know, a little, little, like a, a tongue in cheek that she might be Catwoman. Yeah. Nah. No, no. The, the last yeah. official Catwoman was. Last official? It was Anne Hathaway. No. Well,. I don't consider her officially anything. So the last one would be Halle Berry. Oh no, that didn't happen. Remember <laughs> that, that didn't happen. That one uh, was a High- Highlander two didn't happen. Highlander two didn't. We happen. had a bunch of list of movie- movies. Spider Man three happened. didn't happen. <laughs> the whole Transformers series didn't happen. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles never happened. The movies. You know, yeah. I could actually enjoy the movies, even though they're like corny. I, there's things about it I can actually enjoy about it. You know what I can actually enjoy about it? Mm. Not watching it. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So yeah, so Nick beat me up today, but Nick is also entered in the challenge, right, Nick? Yeah. Just, so it's a uh, Beat Pete challenge. Uh, Pete is one of the other members. Yep. Uh, owners, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. But he has a beat Beat Pete challenge, and if you beat him percentage wise, you yeah. win a thousand dollars of his money. Yep. So Nick Nick has this, even though it's an he, open challenge. It's so open if challenge, anybody, but if you're gonna be a week behind, though. Yeah, if anybody's listening. <laughs> You can go to the Fusion Gym in West Oaks Mall and ask to to be to, to beat Pete. You just beat walk Pete. Pete. Yeah. I'm like, I want to walk in and beat Pete. Now there's obviously there's a buy-in for this though, but trust me, it's worth the competition if you're ready for it. Yeah, but other than that, how was your week? It was it was good. Oh well, no, I had one little weird experience. Uh, what? Well, I went to Cocoa Beach, and I don't know if you've ever heard of something called brown algae. Are you? I heard of it a little bit. I never. I think I've experienced it in in South Florida. It, lo- it looks like it looks like a sewage just backed up all over the ocean. Oh, uh, it's like dark, dark water. No, it's not dark. It's poop water. It's just brown. It's like, not like a dark coloration like, of some sort. No, it's literally like brown. Like, but wait, when you touch the water, was it like heavy or just regular water? It just it's stuck lo- to you. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm. It looks no, like it not, looks like now bueno at it all. It looks like a brown discarded Jello pop that just threw all over the ocean <laughs> and just gets stuck to you when you get into the water. Wow, 
Yeah. So, I did, I, very I, weird I, experience. I didn't have that, that kind of weird experience. <laughs> I, uh, I did uh, go to three events on Saturday, which... Oh, really? Which, well, we'll get later into. It was uh, all comic book, nerd... See, the uh, funny thing is, I know you go to these things out of pure curiosity, but since you're going to so many, I just feel like I feel like I'm gonna get you a fedora with a little brim that says "press" on it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just going around. Like, just, I'm, I'm pressed. I'm pressed. Uh, getting all this info on these people. Yeah, it's, it was great. We'll we'll get into it. But mm-hmm. the, one of the biggest things that happened this weekend was D23. This past oh, weekend, know. it was so many announcements. I know they they talked. It was a three day weekend. I think if it was a three or four day weekend and. Mm-hmm. And it was just announcements about everything, like all the developments they're doing to the parks, all uh, new merchandises. Which talking about because it's Disney, I found out recently mm-hmm. that Disney is gonna have their own section at Target stores. So what they're mean? gonna, you know, like they're gonna have one like, whole area. This is this Disney. They're gonna have an area in Targets, just all Disney merchandising, merchandise. <laughs> That's where they're getting into. It's insane. But D23, they brought up a lot of ugh, great stuff, bro. You know what just... Amazing. You know what just hit me? What? Like, I just realized what what market Disney has to hit next. What market? Well, you think about it. Like like you said, if there's a whole section of Disney. I'm sure there's clothing that's Disney. There's toys, obviously, that are Disney. There's movies that are Disney, right? There's music that's Disney, right? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I, I, hey, I will predict it now. Give me 10 years. Disney will have a chain restaurant. Oh yeah, I think they will have a chain restaurant of something that they serve specifically Called to Disney. The Mickey. I have no idea, <laughs> but I'm just saying is like, can you I, see that? Yeah. They, they just dominate now the the food market. They're gonna try to dominate the food market. They're already dominating the movie market. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. movie market entertainment. So yeah. Be, so some of the things that I want to talk about that got released. Mm. Uh, the announced Black Panther two. Uh, I was gonna get released. Did they give a name to that one, or just no? Just, just a- Black Panther two. Uh, I didn't think they just did par- partial cast, mm-hmm. uh, and they already know uh, the people that are coming back, Shachala and everybody else. And it's announced for twenty twenty two, so we're not gonna get it for another two years. You know what kills me about like movies nowadays? I mean, just, I know this is off topic. I just it just really just thought about yeah. it. Well, because you really you cannot be surprised going to a movie. It's so difficult to surprise somebody going into a movie. It's almost like you have to cast people that you have no intention of putting in the movie just so people think the plot line is different <clears> than, what, than what it's going to be. Yeah, I agree. And it was just like, it's so difficult now because with, with nowadays with yeah. technology and how information is going through so fast, yeah. it's hard to be like, spoiler, spoiler, leak, uh, photo leaks, uh, like script leaks, uh, synapse leaks. I'm like... I do like how we did. I have that one thing. I hear the announcement. I watch the first trailer. If I like the first trailer, I don't bother reading anything we, I, else. I feel like we should we should have that as a practice. Like since everybody mm-hmm. keeps on saying that they, they do what I suggested, I feel like there should be a name for that. Like the one trailer, one trailer con- confirmation. Never watch another trailer again. Yeah, but if you if you're not sold in the first trailer, I watch the second trailer yeah. just to get that that extra extra oomph. But some of the other things that got announced was the full cast of the internals was was out. Did you say what was it, the externals? Uh, no, eternals. Eternals. The eternals. Are these the internals? I was like, what? No, no, not the <laughs> internals. The eter- uh, eternals. Eternals, yes. With their full, in the background, they had the full um, outfits of what they were wearing, like the full wardrobe. 
Did um do you know if um Bro uh Bro what's his name? Uh Thanos Thanos' actor signed on to it as well? Cuz I, I mean there's rumor that he's going to be on it as a young version of himself, but I don't know unless he signs on it's no confirmation. I don't know. I I, I don't think I I'm not even remember. I re- just saw a few photos. Okay. But I didn't get full detail on it. But uh other than that they did show a poster which we'll talk about a little bit more, was uh, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. They released a poster on the weekend. Uh, they also, that's on the movie side. There were other movies they did. They did do the full cast of Frozen 2 and some of the songs that they're presenting. They did show uh, uh, Wardrobe and some of the actors came out for Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, they had another movie called Raya and the Last Dragon. I guess is a new uh, animated movie mm-hmm. coming out for them um on the disney plus side uh they did confirm ewan mcgregor coming back as obi-wan that's which, crazy big news which which we were talking about in the last podcast that they were in talks or in conversation i'm like why wouldn't you bring him back i wow. just you know what it is it's a you add an actor like that and regardless of what he does in the movie he could just literally be somebody you talk to to try to uh, learn more. Yeah, it 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 opens up that whole thing where it's like because right now, what is it? That character Ray. Everybody thinks that she's a legacy of some sort. So like everybody's trying to speculate that that she has to be a legacy of some sort, and everybody's trying to figure out who she would be a legacy to. Which I remember even when the first the first movies came out, um, that was one of the legacies that they said that she might be. Yeah. So let's see. I don't know if it's going to be canon or where it's going to be placed in the timeline. Mm-hmm. For that, uh, he is going to be. I guess he's going to be an older Obi Wan, but it's uh, probably is going to be predating A New Hope, so it's going to be after. Didn't he die? He died in New Hope. That's what I'm saying. So he, yeah, is, but it's going to be pre New Hope. But I don't know how far in advance or like closer to that date. You know how like uh, Rogue One was like right before New Hope started, like where mm-hmm. it ended, it started. So it could be after. Um, I mean, but the spirits are coming uh, through in all these movies still too. Yeah, but it's gonna be history. I'm thinking it's gonna be history line. Uh, other things that got confirmed mm-hmm. was Miss Marvel, the okay. TV show, uh, which I think it might be set. I've, I've they only showed the poster, okay, which I think is gonna be set in the 80s or like her travels after she left, okay. Uh, which I think is gonna be, which is gonna go into like. Uh, cosmic Marvel storyline, mm-hmm. which I, I I highly think they're gonna go into, because I think they're separating the street the street heroes from the cosmic heroes. Okay. Uh, another one, which is Ricky's one of favorite character Moon Knight. And so what is okay? So I've I've seen the artwork. I've seen possibly posters of it. Do you know like what Moonlight is like? Like if you were to compare it to some, maybe another character we might be more familiar with like who like because i'm not too familiar with moon knight because he's like very uh is he like a street fighter or is he like more of a big i I would compare him to batman okay because he has like he's a a hands-on fighter he's a hands-on fighter okay cool um he has detective skills um like he's he has like agility and he's super strong. Okay. He, what well, he derives it from because he got powers from, if I'm not mistaken, from what Ricky was telling me about it when before I, I even read it, well, I haven't read it, read it, was that he got his power from like an Egyptian god. 
Okay. So it switches. So he 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 he, he derives his powers from the lunar cycle. Interesting. Yeah, like depending on the lunar cycle, it depends on how strong he is. I guess. It, it so it's like gonna be form. real dark night. <laughs> real dark night. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was that one. Another one that we come, we were talking about off mm-hmm. off one time was She Hulk. And you had a theory. So, yeah, but now it's obviously up in the air. I mean, obviously, if you know, if anybody what was your theory again? I don't remember. Okay, so this is not really a theory that I personally had, but it's one that I had read about. Okay. So the theory was that She-Hulk was going to be introduced in the third Spider-Man installment because the whole issue was going to be that Spider-Man was going to fight for his ability to, like, fight for his, like, that he didn't do some of the things that people are probably going to accuse him of doing if he didn't watch the, the last movie. Um, legally, as opposed to him just kind of being a vigilante that everybody's trying to get after. Yeah. So he's going to be more like the Iron Man-ish route of it. He's not going to try to hide. He's going to try to fight it in court. And the thing is, they were thinking about who would represent him, especially if you're going to try to use Marvel characters to do it. So the two Marvel like kind of superheroes that have the, the alter ego of a lawyer... Are one is Daredevil, which I don't believe they've already gained all the rights back to use, and obviously his show he already had a show r- run already. Yeah. The other lawyer character that I've that they were saying was She Hulk. Yeah. So She Hulk would have been a great introduction, and actually would make sense because one, obviously you know, spoiler They're- alert, you know, obviously you know you have a uh, Professor Hulk. Well, so Hulk no has already mastered. It, it's, it's been three. Three months. Like I know, I know, months. but I always like to say it. No spoilers. If you haven't seen Endgame, please watch it. But if not, there is Professor Hulk. So it confirms the possibility of having a... A cognitive, of, like somebody who is cognitive of who they are, but have also the ability of the Hulk. And that would Hulk. obviously... Yeah, so it would it would be... It, it, would, it would make sense if he all of a sudden transferred his ability to somebody else. Based on the comic books, I think he does it via blood transfer. Yeah. So, but I think in the comics she does retain her position as a lawyer. So that would be an interesting character. Maybe they introduce her as a human, but then you know, maybe in her own storyline she becomes She-Hulk. But so that was the idea that she was going to be introduced in the sh- in Spider-Man three as a lawyer. So it was just kind of a theory, but it was a good theory. I love the idea, and I and I could see the route that they would go with it. Um, however, you know, with everything going on right now, if you're not aware. Um, the talks between Sony and Disney. Oh, we're going right into it? Okay. Well, I yeah. might as well just jump into it. Jump, yeah. So, yeah. I introduced him. I was like, go right so, into it. Yeah, so, obviously, <laughs> if, you're, if you're aware, the, the rumor is, well, the initial rumor was that Disney and, um, and Sony walked away from the, discuss, from the negotiating table in regards to Spider-Man. Um, How do you I, feel about that? I mean, it's difficult to feel any kind of way. I mean, it's it's a question. I mean, because Disney Disney did prove that they can make it a way more policy, way more marketable, and way yeah. more uh, critically uh, claimed. No one that critically, well, critically accepted or or approved um, in their own version, which they did. But you know, that ultimately they just don't own those rights. Yeah, that's so true. it's a difficult argument to make. And then I guess with now Kevin Feige having to deal with. Well, he has so much on his plate because now now he has the X Men back and all these other characters that they can they can flush out and develop for him to fight a battle where he's fighting for one one character, which is an important character, but possibly just kind of like he's there. The idea issue is maybe he's 
showing too much effort fighting to this one character when he has so much on his plate as it is. But then again, too, is I realized one thing. What? It's Kevin Feige. Feige. Yeah. Which I think he's starting to become the king of mis- mis- misdirection, misconception. Yeah, so, misdirection. Yeah. So I honestly feel, I mean, hey, I could be wrong. It could have been done, but I feel like maybe this is just kind of like a ruse. Kind of. Where it's like, let's cause the friction. Let's get people out there hyped up, hyped up, arguing, wanting There was this. so many. Yeah. There was people were doing memes or not even, not even memes. Let's put it like this. There were people that started the events like forget they were like forget area 51 we're all storming sony <laughs> sony entertainment and there was even people doing boycotts They're like oh we're gonna boycott the 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 next spider-man movie if it's made by sony only it's it's that intense and it's it's not good for the public or the fans it's not a it's a disservice to the fans because we finally got the, the version best, of Spider-Man the we best always version version of Spider-Man that we always wanted, hands down. And you know, live the, action, live action, because Miles Morales in the Spider Verse mm-hmm. was no, amazing. that was great. That was and, wonderful. And I think what what Sony was doing was like we tested the waters with Venom. Mm-hmm. It it made money. It didn't get the the praise that we wanted. No. Now we did animated, so which came out amazing didn't make as much money as they thought they would because mm-hmm. it's animated because animated movies don't if it's not like a disney animated most animated movies don't make as much as like a disney animated movie no of course it, but i mean it's so they were like this got so much praise so much hype for it and then we're like all right so let's get that that marvel mcu feel that they're giving for for spidey and just bring him into the venom world which they most likely if they do if they stay with it only they might do that it's and just a, let's to be honest, I mean, regardless of how people, if people watch Venom, that's one thing, but it just, I didn't like it. I mean, I, yeah. there was so much issues I had with the movie, uh, and I'm not talking about the actor. I love the actor, but I just, they, they could have gone a completely different route and it was just, it was not well done for me. Oh, yeah. Um, for, so for to bring, and then to bring Spider-Man into that. And the thing is too, is that one, keep in mind, one of the arguments I was listening to was. If this argument back and forth continues, let's say Sony decides they're going to come up with their own version of it, right? Yeah. That means they kind of have to go start from scratch or, you know, kind of kind of come up with their own story, right? Yeah. Which will take time. The thing is, what is it? Uh, Tom Holland's like 22, 23. Yeah. He ain't going to look like he's in high school for much longer. Like, you only got a couple of good years in him that he's not going to look like he's going to look like he's still a high school kid. Yeah. So... If you don't jump on that now, you're gonna miss the opportunity. The next time you actually bring him into a movie, he's gonna look like you know he's in his thirties, in his like early twenties when he's supposed to be like a, a junior in high school or something. Yeah, like that. but I think if they do that, they're gonna. If they were like, oh, we're gonna have to go back into the drawing board, write it to see how we could, because Venom Two is coming out, so I don't even think they're gonna introduce him in two. Maybe do a standalone and then they cross over. Something. I, I mean, honestly, it, and, it, but it's, at that point, it's gonna be like they're ready, they're gonna do what Marvel did. Mm. They're not gonna do an origin story. They're gonna go right. No, they were gonna go right into it that he's already established, because Marvel did it. Marvel did it beautifully. No introduction. He just showed up in Civil War. Boom. But you know what's funny is that Marvel Marvel was smart in the sense that they weaved his motivation for being who he was, who he is, based on Tony Stark. Because you think about it, nobody brought up Uncle Ben. No. The whole motivation in the other movies were always, uh, well, I want to do better because Uncle Ben, whatever. No, no, no. Nobody brought out Uncle Ben. 
Aunt May really didn't come up too much. I mean, obviously she was helping him, but she didn't. Really, yeah. She wasn't his motivation. His motivation has always been to do better, but to prove himself to Tony Stark. Tony Stark. So now you're gonna really come up with a whole different movie where you literally have to completely change the characters, the motivation, motivation. like, and never mention it because he they can't mention Iron Man. No, they can't. So it would be, so it would literally be Tom Tom Holland coming back as Spider Man. With a whole new story, it's like coming coming back with a, like a, a single time issue, like just a, something that doesn't even belong mm-hmm. in a separate storyline, just a one run. No, and the crazy thing is, is that they kind of weaved, even though uh, Mysterio was, I mean, if you've never seen, it, but if Mysterio is the villain for the last one, and I know the next one has to do with him in a sense of how it ended this one. I mean, they did weave again Iron Man into even Mysterio's kind of story structure, yeah. so it's like. I mean, they could possibly get away with not having to mention that, but it it's still tricky. It's still yeah. difficult to like to say where he's from or where yeah. or everything. Because what happens here with the Spider Man movie, uh, the last one, Far From Home, they they were showing so much transition of him taking that leadership role, mm-hmm. or like the the pitfalls he's having, or like the internal dilemmas, and you're like you're rooting for him. Like I want to see what happens. Yeah. For him, so they, I feel like they were centralizing. It might be like them; they were centralizing him as a new Iron Man. Yeah, that's exactly. So they what were it was. focusing around it. So if he's gone for good, they they have to restructure everything I because mean, they will not all the thing anything streetwise because they were like if we're focusing on a three movie or four or five movie gap and we're intended to use Spider Man as the anchor f- to to tie everything together mm-hmm. to lead into one big battle. And if he's no longer, if he's not there, there's no motivation for anybody else to pull him in. So they would have to inter- they would have to create a movie or a char- pick a character to carry the weight of everybody to transition to interlock all the stories together. The thing, and the thing is, Marvel knows that they're good because they have so much other stories to tell before they even get back to that. Yeah. So it would suck. It would leave a hole, but not a hole that they can't. They can't uh, kind of get around a little bit. Yeah, but they need to get him back. But, uh, but I honestly think this is again, this is all. I'm gonna, it's all theatrics. So, or if you think theatrics, what do you? When do you think they're gonna be like? Oh, we're good now. I honestly don't. I think it's gonna be around uh, next week, which is gonna be like a holiday, Labor Day, whatever. I, they're already talking about it. You already hear little rumors about they're back people, on the table. And yeah, like they're already negotiating table. So I feel it's gonna be like they don't want to. They don't want to create that gap too big where people are not gonna come back. Yeah, I think they're gonna give it two, two, two months. To the announce it again. I think I feel like they maybe possibly have already came up with a deal, but they wanted to. They didn't want to just announce it, so they want to be like, "Well, let's give it a little theatrics, yeah. so that people are talking about it." Especially now with the whole um, the event, the D D twenty three D twenty three came out. Yeah. So it, it's 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 a discussion to have, but I honestly don't think yet right now that let's let's yeah. let's you know because kevin feige and freak out Ken, kevin feige and uh tom holland were at d23 and they were asking tom holland's like hey uh what do you think about the whole split he goes and his comment was like i we did five great movies for the mcu oh, the gaming like sony spider-man like i five spider-man movies you, you believe that? that's so crazy because you don't think like that but he did five he was in five individual movies, movies. yeah he was that's in, insane so he had his two his own standalone civil war Infinity Wars and Endgame, and so, you know what I would find weird is like that. Regardless of how far they went, that they now that they're literally setting up for this the third movie, which is the, the trifecta, the third installment. 
that they would have this issue. It's almost like literally this, because every they say there's a Spider Man curse. Or, oh, you think it's Spider Man curse? Or? Yeah, because or like the trilogy curse, like the 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 third movie is always the worst out of the trilogy. Yeah, but like for the the originals, the Sam Raimi Spider Man's third one was horrible, <laughs> but they were like Amazing Spider Man was so bad it didn't even get to that one, and like now this issue. Like the, he's not even getting the third one. Well, as of right now, he's not getting the third. Well, one. not a third one that we know. But of, the, and I wonder how that works too. Because can they use what they've had right in the sense of can they call it a third one? Can they can they go based on the storyline they ended sort of as long as they don't mention certain things? That'll be hard too. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like I feel like it's almost like you 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 set somebody up in a really awkward position. And then yeah. you'd be like, okay, now we can negotiate. Like, yeah. but do you think Disney was asking for too much? I don't think Disney was asking for too much. I think Disney... You know how much they were asking for, right? They asked 50%. 50, because they were getting a smaller percentage. 5% off the box office. I think it was the and first day. Yeah, like and they were, getting, they were getting 5% off the box office, and then they were getting toy rights. Yeah. And they were like, we want more. And then and who brought a great point? It was um, one of my friends, uh, Justin. I was doing a podcast for one of my other friends, Chris, okay. for the Dopish Network. And he brought up a great point. And he was like, Disney or Marvel, um, uh, stepping away from the fact that Sony produced everything. Sony did the distributing. They paid for all, like... They wanted that so they could... So, yeah, so they could get their 95%. So they paid for all the upfront. And Marvel came in is more of the producers doing the story mm-hmm. and creating that story because it has to tie in back into yeah. the MCU. And they were... And they, he... Me and him were talking about it. He made a great point. He's like, it doesn't matter how beautiful the movie looks. If the story is bad, the movie is bad. But that's always been the case because you can't really sit there and say that the movies looked bad. Like um, uh, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, it didn't look bad. No. I mean, there was characters that you wish were a different design, but you can't say that they looked bad. No, the, the technology is the technology. That's fine. I mean, you can use it a different way, but it's story, how you use it. How, what, how you how tell you, your story. Exactly. How you tell that story and what characters you actually introduce and how you sh- express them is based on the story. So the story is everything. And the thing is, I think Disney wasn't just saying, oh, I want 50% for the sake of 50%. I think they wanted 50% where they're in contributing 50% and getting out 50%. Yeah. So it wasn't like they were like, well, you guys can still pay for everything and we just get. No, they were. Yeah. They wanted. They wanted ex- like. like. And plus, and they, they're doing I feel like they were doing more of the not heavy lifting in the production side, but more have the heavy lifting on the creative side because they have to be very finite in how they tell the story and to make everything cohesive. And yeah. So, you know, something real quick, this is, I know this is, seems like a topic, but this is, isn't. So I, I, the other day I I started reading about the Wu-Tang Clan and I actually started to think they were so smart in how they did what they did. And the reason I'm going to say it like this is because what they did was they realized individually they probably couldn't do very well. Like, they were all good, yeah. but they weren't going to get anywhere as far as they could. So what they did was they created a group thought process, group thing. And then every time they separated, even though they did something separately, they still referenced the group. So they still branched off on their own. They made their own names, whatever, but they still referenced back to it. And that's how this Spider-Man became so good because not because... In itself, the storyline is good. The storyline was great, but because the storyline it was part of a bigger picture, exactly, and that's why that's they, what it they, was. Think about it. Instead of having to to explain a whole backstory, 
you you put into parts of different movies and yeah. it creates into this one, even though they're not actual Spider-Man movies. Yeah. But that's how Marvel has been doing so successful. Like how the, how they mentioned with the Hulk. Like they, we don't have a Hulk movie except for the Edward Norton Hulk. Yeah. But after that, mm-hmm. we never had a full on Hulk movie. We had Hulk in different movies and you could piece them together. And it's a great story because it's part of a bigger picture. Exactly. And that's what Marvel did with Spider-Man. Other than the the two standalones, uh, like when they introduced him and he was in Endgame and Infinity War, like he had parts and you, you grew with that character with it. And that's what that's why Sony has not been successful. And even in the in their interpretations, they could because think about it, they could have yeah, out of their four out of their five movies, their Venom only, could oh, have been epic, but they didn't do it. So it's they're still not being able to to successfully create their characters. Yeah. So, because they're individual standalone and they have to do everything in one shot, it's difficult to 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 show backstory and all these different things in one movie and still kind of have all these cool effects with it. No, that's why Disney literally is giving them the benefit of, hey, listen, we're not just producing this; we are we're putting you into our whole universe. Yeah, which means just because it already has, it's almost like when Oprah puts her stamp on a book. Boom! That's it. That You're book part of the is, Oprah Club. Exactly. That book is 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 it. Is it. That's even gonna sell like crazy, because it put a stamp on it, and that's what Marvel's been doing. So it gave it a stamp of approval, and everybody took it. Yeah, and so it, was, like, it was worth it. But I, yeah, but it's it's kind of just the whole marketing idea. If you're a marketing person, all you think about is what Spider Man. No matter what, it's gonna sell millions. So Spider Man is one of the I think is one of the top three mm-hmm. interchangeably, yeah, recognizable. Superhero. Well, in the past, like two or three decades, he was one of the most recognizable characters based off a of, just based off his logo. No, nah, nah, that was that was very few because the only top three mostly is Spider Man, mm-hmm. Batman, and Superman. Based off logo alone, or even design, people could tell. Doesn't matter what language, what country. If you see a Batman symbol, they're like, oh, that's Batman. Spider Man, Spider Man, Superman, Superman. So to take an iconic like character like that and just but that's what all these other people that aside from Marvel for the, for the marketing doing, aspect yeah but that's what I'm saying is that's what I hate that's why the fans are gonna start showing their resistance to it because it's like people keep on thinking because you put your logo on something that's enough to sell that product and it has been but yeah. eventually they're gonna learn better and that's what I'm saying is like you can't just keep on putting a stamp of approval on something that's that's crap and people are gonna just smile and take it forever yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why DC is doing so badly because they didn't flush out their characters. They didn't do their characters with love. And now they're starting to see the aspect of it. Like those those movies should have been great, but they Yeah, they they've they put too much trying to do too much origins in one movie. They're just exploiting their 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 people's love and eventually it gets to it. Yeah. Especially with all these reboots that you see now in movies, it's like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and exploit the love of this movie because people are gonna are nostalgic gonna watch it. But I'm not actually going to take the time to make that right. And that's where it's like, yeah. why, why am I going to keep on giving you my money? Yeah, so. <laughs> wow. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we'll talk about Nick's movie corner review. Yep, yep. All right, guys. Be right back. All right, guys. And we're back again. Uh, Nick, I know we, I 
didn't I we I didn't mention it in the first section because the D twenty three, but there were some trailers that did come out within that same time frame. And what do you have? Okay, so uh, as far as trailers, though, let's talk about the. Let's start from something small, um, and go bigger. So, okay. before we get into actual trailers, uh, what did you think about um, what's her name, Emma Stone, as uh, Deville? Cruel Deville. Did you see the poster? Yeah, uh, I loved it. It was it was uh, when when <laughs> when my wife showed it to me. I'm like, she was like, "Oh, Emma Stone is Cruella Deville." I'm like, "Yeah." She was like, "Look," and I'm like, "No, no, no, that's the old one." She's like, "No, that's Emma Stone." I was like, "Oh." No. I was like, "It sold me so quick." No, and then it, th- so the funny thing part was that somebody goes, so I said, "Oh, look, they made a live action version of of, of uh, One Hundred Dalmatians," and I'm like. But somebody goes, somebody, there's already a live action version. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I guess it's less cartooning, probably more gritty. I don't know. But I did love the uh, the the, po- the the picture of it. And somebody somebody posted it, uh, Boss Logic. Yeah. On Instagram, he took a picture. And he, oh, literally, he did it. All he had was like a title. He made it look like a DMX. Like, <laughs> <laughs> album? <laughs> DMX po- album, yeah. Because that's what it looks like. It looks like a and DMX. called DeVille. Yeah, like she's about to drop the hottest like <laughs> rap album ever. <laughs> <laughs> that pose in that picture, yeah. No, it was awesome. It was it was as epic, and I really she hope the it. story is she something. She's such a good actress. something different. She's such a good actress. I'm I'm really surprised. You know, honestly, because if you were gonna tell me somebody was gonna play Corral Deville, I would have thought it was the, um, um, the girlfriend. This is forty, and she was in uh, Hunger Games. Um, Jennifer Lawrence? No, no, not Jennifer Lawrence. The the one that would dress up crazy. Um. In in Hunger Games. Oh, uh, no, I was gonna say Elizabeth Shue is not Elizabeth Shue. No, it's but it's this guy's uh, the guy who does this is for this is um and knocked up the director that's his wife. Oh, um, she was also in uh, uh Forty Old Virgin. Yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm, it's just, uh, <laughs> just drawing a huge blank. I'm gonna look it up. It's so, but the thing is, she's she's iconic for that. She's iconic for dressing up so real, because obviously she did in Hunger Games for three movies. So she's iconic for being like this, you know, out out of the ordinary, you know, very vivacious, you know, stylish Elizabeth person. Banks. Elizabeth Banks, yeah. I for some reason would have seen her instantly for that role. Um, but no, I like Emma Thompson. It's a really youthful approach to it. Yeah. Cause um, so it's it, I can't wait to see what where they're gonna take the story. So that was just the post. That wasn't even a trailer. So now let's get into actual trailers. So. Going along with the whole Disney live action thing, yeah, we have uh, Lady and the Tramp. Now, this is gonna. I like the trailer, but it's, uh. I don't know how we're gonna approach. Because the thing is, Lion King. Lion King did not sell me on the whole live action animals yeah, aspect and, and of they, it. They fixed that. What do you mean they fixed it? You think they, they fixed it. They fixed it in in. All right, I didn't like the trailer. I think the movie's gonna be trash. I'm gonna say that now. <laughs> I, I really, I did. Well, you actually okay. Let's be honest. Were you even a real big fan of the original Lady and Tramp? I didn't mind it. I watched it. Okay. It wasn't like one of my Is favorites. Is that how you ate spaghetti after that? Never. <laughs> after that, I, 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 I think I didn't eat spaghetti for like two weeks after that. But I did watch it, and okay. then I forgot the name. the The male dog's character, his eyes were like having expressions. No, really, in the trailer. We in the trailer. If you look close to his eyes, mm-hmm. you see like he's like he's get he gets wide eyed and you'll see it like frown a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, they're adding, they learn from the fault of their success from Lion King and moved it here to adjust to it. So the only other the only other 
pitfall that this movie faces is the whole movie. Itself. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, you think about movies like yeah, movies like uh, uh, Cats and Dogs mm-hmm. or Chihuahua and Beverly Hills, and all these different movies that already have live action dogs talking. Mm-hmm. So this is not like a new concept. This is not even. Uh, a fairly new concept. This is like a concept that's been out forever since Benji and all these other movies. So, you know, it's even though it's new because they're doing a live action version of Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, it pa- falls into the pitfall of like a thousand movies where dogs are talking. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, I hope it does well. I hope they maybe have a new take on it and maybe the story's done well. But it's gonna be tricky. They they have to really give it something. I think to fan. I mean, they're gonna be diehards that are always gonna go, but I, I think they're gonna have to give it something, or else it's gonna go into the whole. Let's say, um, remember what was it? Uh, uh, Dumbo. I don't think Dumb- Dumbo had a huge cast, and I don't think it did. It did any near well as anything else. I know, but so, I heard the movie was really good. I haven't got to see it though. That was one nah, one of my well, downfalls. I heard, yeah, I heard it didn't really make too much. Yeah, but that was one. So okay. Those were the Disney kind of like um, reboots and stuff like that. So let's talk about some some new stuff. Uh, not necessarily Disney specifically, but so yeah. we got El. What was it? El, Cam- El Camino? Camino. El Camino. So it was an interesting trailer because I'll be honest, guys, and I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate for this. Yeah, I have not I, watched I, uh, Breaking Bad. Uh, I think I can't believe you. I'm sorry, man. I'm just. You know what it is? If I don't jump on something when it's when it's hot, I just I I kind of let it get cold and jump on something else. No, you what? <laughs> I, I I started watching that when okay. it was like three seasons in. Okay, so, so is this character very iconic in the Jesse Pinkman? Yeah, he was he was him. Is in, that who, who El El is? Camino? Is? No, El, so El Camino is the car heat. So what it comes from is at the end of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um. Heisenberg, Walter White's character mm-hmm. inside of a meth lab. He had can- his cancer came back, and it looks like he's dying because it fades to black. Mm-hmm. But Jesse Pinkman, the person that was like his, like he saw him as a little brother, as mm-hmm. like a son that he cared for, uh, went through a lot of stuff, like a lot of crap and shit and and stuff mm-hmm. that he drove out or drove away in an El Camino. He, really? Like he ex- he was he was captured and he escaped. Mm-hmm. And he drove off in El Camino, and now this story is telling the fact of what happened to him. To him after the story. Okay, that's but cool. supposedly that Walter White's character comes back. I don't know if it's going to be like a flashback or is reprising kinda... the role. Supposedly he's reprising his role. He should, but I don't know if it's going to be current because at the at that time he was battling. He was dying of cancer, so he didn't have like much. Maybe to maybe she shows him actually in his deathbed. So. Yeah, something like that. So he comes back to see him and trying to get some closure because they they left off like on a really good and bad note because he got, <laughs> he got saved, but he was like still hated him for everything he's done before. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of stuff. So that was that was uh they had that trailer okay. with one of his uh friends that what used to be his drug dealer gets caught by the police and he was like, I w- even if I knew where he was, I wouldn't tell you. So it's kind of be it's gonna be kind of something along the lines of Breaking Bad, but probably along with um, um, U.S. Marshals or something like that, where basically it's a like manhunt, yeah, like, like a manhunt man movie, yeah, which would be interesting. I haven't seen a good manhunt movie in a minute, really, if you think about it. No, I don't think about it. Wasn't last man- good manhunt movie? So U.S. Marshals, The Fugitive, The Fugitive, <laughs> stuff like that. No, I'm saying, uh, think about how long The Fugitive's been out. Yeah, 
So that that'd be interesting if it's something like that, which it looked like a good trailer. So let's get into the some of the big ones. Um, Star Wars trailer dropped, and the ending was something to be questioned, yeah. something to open up a discussion. So if you guys have an opportunity to watch it, if you watch the Star Wars trailer, you know, shows a lot of iconic parts, things that you're waiting for, things you can anticipate. But the very ending of it shows um, who appears to be Rey uh, sporting a black, uh, a black robe with a double a double sword double red, lightsaber double, double red lightsaber that opens that up break, to opens up into a, a, a staff yeah a staff lightsaber so that looks like the one that Darth Maul was holding so the, so it looks like in that that sequence that very quick sequence that she might have gone over to the dark, dark side. side so but then the trailer the poster is showing something different because she's wearing a, she's rocking a blue lightsaber so. The, the question is, the thing is, okay, this is my whole thing. I'm thinking, I'm not even thinking about Star Wars. I'm thinking about movies, right? Yeah. If you're, especially if you're a good company that you want to do whatever, that's a huge, huge thing to drop like that. That's, that's basically equivalent uh, of when uh, Terminator, um, the last, one of the, what was one of the last Terminator movies where you show John Connor. Genesis? Genesis, yeah, where John Connor literally, you show him to to turn into the villain, which is like the biggest twist it, in the movie. Gen- I think it was either Genesis. It was Genesis. Or, Genesis. Yeah. Oh yeah, not Salvation. Salvation. No, no, was Salvation there. was before that. Yeah. So Genesis, where basically John Connor showed to be uh, a, a Terminator himself, that was a huge twist, and that was in the trailer. Yeah. So that's the equivalent of this. But so I don't think it's exactly what people perceive it to be. Yeah. So I don't think it's just because also there's nothing in the previous movies that indicate that she's even on that path like yeah she's not even like if if it was like a third act if this is a move the trilogy was like be like a, this would be the third act mm-hmm. it would be too late into it to be like i'm just gonna switch like it, it, i feel like, like nothing not, they, nothing in the in the previous two movies indicated her struggle within that of on the dark she really has a struggle with anything really well she had the struggles of like not knowing who she is and her place in the world but it doesn't but that's what but, I'm saying. and that then really her understanding of the, the force side. No, no. Like she had internal struggles of of who she is, where she comes from, her sir, her history, her origin, and then her battle between accepting the force mm-hmm. and using it, but nothing to be like I have uh, dark feelings or yeah, you know I mean like anything negative to have her force her to go to the dark side. So you want to hear my theory? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so again. I'm not the most knowledgeable Star Wars fan. So, you know, I could be wrong. I couldn't even be close to correct on the story structure. But based on story structure, this is what I'm going with. So, obviously, there's a huge uh, reveal in one of the trailers where you hear... Um, Palpatine. Who, Palpatine laughing, right? Yeah. So, the question is, obviously, he survived a long time, especially after what, what was a perceived death. So... What about if one of his ability and obviously it's already been proven that, you know, a strong, a strong uh, st- uh, practitioner can survive after death. Like they can su- survive on in existence to a certain degree after death. Yeah. So what about if he can survive by inhabiting somebody's body and especially possibly a kin? So because uh. nobody knows who her parents is. Yeah. So obviously the speculation so far has been that she is kin. Uh, there was one speculation, especially after this one, that she's kin to um, Palpatine or, you know, Obi-Wan and stuff like that. So 
what about if that's what the whole thing leads you up to? Because think about this. The, str- the only struggle that has been depicted so far in the movies has been Kylo Ren's. Yeah. So, and if he's going to follow suit with his legacy, especially the name of the whole movie, there's a good chance that he actually ends up becoming the hero of it. And he might have to fight Ren, who possibly potentially could be inhabited by by a stronger lord. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's the story that in my head makes sense. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, you saw the toy that came out. Or they, they really released toys yeah. of uh, the new Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And his says uh, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. So that's what so I'm saying. He, is he like, took the mantle after Snoke. But I think does he... So he would have to hand he he manages the whole fleet of everybody. That's what I'm saying. So okay. obviously, you'd have to surpass him. The only way to create a struggle is that you beat him. Basically, you find somebody bigger, stronger. Oh, he beats himself and then turns. I honestly feel like that's what's gonna happen. That he's struggling with his own feelings, but right now he's on top. There's nobody above him. You can't really introduce a character at that moment and say that they're stronger because at that point, no, you have to create that kind of character. Throughout it it would either have to be like like how they did with Palpatine, somebody that we previously knew that was way stronger, stronger, equally strong or stronger than him. Mm-hmm. And that would be the only character that could reprise or come in at such late in the movie to to do it. And I think that's what I'm saying. I think that sh- that they the body that they inhabit the body. And that would make the most sense. And actually, that would be such a cool story structure where you just change the hero and the villain a little bit, dynamic a little bit. So, But again, I am not the most knowledgeable person when it comes to Star Wars, so I'm yeah. not sure. But you have... I yeah. like stories and I like movies. movies. So, yeah, you, so Based, on, based, based on, on your history of what you watch, exactly. you feel like you're gonna, it's going to go that way. Well, what would best go there? Yeah, that would be the best course of action based on all the little details that I've got in front of me. So that's cool. So okay, that was Star Wars, and then we have the Mandalorian. Yep. So I'm excited about that because I am a huge fan of sci-fi spaghetti westerns, like Serenity, or stuff like that, like those old school sci. I love sci-fi. Firefly. Five. Well, that's Serenity. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was the movie. But yeah. Did you, watch, did you like the show though? I'll be honest, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> you kill me, bro. You kill me. Um, I know I'm back and forth with a lot of stuff. It's weird how I watch a lot of obscure movies and then there's some things that are obvious that I miss. But yeah, it's I love spaghetti western uh style sci fi movies. Like um whatever you wanna say, um uh Cabo Bebop. Cabo Bebop. There was uh, uh Book of Eli. Yeah. So like or Trigun. Remember Trigun? Trigun? Yeah. yeah. So it was a lot. I love those. So no, it looked epic, and then I, you know, I found out that it's um, um, John Favreau, and I love John yeah. Favreau's work. I mean, it's always good, just good quality. Um, so I can't wait to see what comes out with the show and how it's depicted. It's got already got a huge cast, just for it being a TV show. Yeah, it has uh, that John Carlo Esposito mm-hmm. from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> from Breaking Bad. From Breaking Bad. He's such a good actor. Oh. So, um, okay, so this leads me into my movie review for this week. Uh, so, yeah, we watched it. Re- no, did, yeah. Did we watch it? We watched it together. We did? Okay. Yes, we did. Yes, we were supposed to. I was supposed to watch it in a screening. Oh, yeah, you missed However, it. However, a change of plans ended up being that we, because I found out I didn't realize the movie came out like on a Tuesday. So my screening was on a Monday. So I'm like, either I give up two hours to go watch this movie early 
but for one day. So we just ended up going on a Tuesday. So how do I feel about this movie? I, it's a little, I'm back and forth. I kind of, okay, so this is my back and forth with it. I thought it was such a, such a cool idea. I love, I love the look, the mansion. It kind of reminds me of like those old, like clue movies, whatever. Yeah. And I, I love just, they did good, a good job of flushing. Cause the whole premise, if you're not familiar with it is, um, this girl on her wedding night, uh, she gets married into a very eclectic family that they have a very obscure, um, tradition, tradition, yeah. which is they have to play a game, uh, at the first night of the wedding. So now based on whatever the game is, is what happens. Now, apparently she picked the wrong thing or picked the wrong card and the game was hide and seek, which in their, their family means that they have to find you and kill you before the sunrise. Yeah. Cause in their mind, they believe, um, something, something bad would happen to the family if she stays alive. Yeah. So it was an epic movie. I loved her struggle. And I loved, like, the things that she had to put herself through just to survive. And, you know, I like the only thing I didn't like was I thought the death scenes, you know, that's because every every horror movie, especially things like this, yeah. are based on the death scenes. So I'm not saying they always have to be over the top. They just have to be done well. And I think these were just done so quickly and just like it was like, boom, it happened. That's yeah, it. boom, it happened. That was it. There was no yeah. nothing to they it, didn't, no lead into it. It was just like, oh. Oh, that person's dead. Like That's you it. know how like how some movies would be like you could see the fight, yeah, and they die, and you could see how they died. Yeah. Like except for like one character, maybe. I think like one character had it severely that you could see it more than all the others. Everybody. Well, was I mean, there so was quick. this one thing where they they were good to they they tried to do this thing where yeah their deaths were quick, but then you can hear little things where like there was a little aftermath with it. Yeah, but that was after they were already dead. Um, and there was one death where I was like. I'm looking at her like, wait, what What just killed her? I don't understand what just killed her. Like, it, it just, all of a sudden she's dead. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm looking around. What What, what, ha- you, what was what? it that killed her exactly? <laughs> like, I had to get my bearings. So, yeah, with her, with her, though, the main character's uh, whole thing is, I didn't realize that she was in another kind of horror movie that I liked. was called The Babysitter, which was a Netflix movie. And I, I thought that was really cool, too. And it's a weird thing because they're both kind of having to do with uh, satanic worship to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But dude, they were, that was babysitter was interesting. It was different. I liked it. This one was different. I liked it too. I just wished that the death scenes were better. And then there was one kind of character change where you're like, nothing really prompted, and you're like, wait yeah. a minute, what? How did this person just change? Like nothing really prompted that character to change in the way they did. did. Yeah. So nothing led up to it to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, but really? I did like how they did flush out how. Because we're thinking, we're watching this as, as a, a, you know, normal people. And we're like, man, these people are crazy. But if you, there was times where they would show how the family legitimately believed everything that they were, you know, doing, doing because they were raised or they, they seen, seen it firsthand. So be, having that belief and doing what, because they, none of them really wanted to do what they had to do. They just, they, like it's tradition. We have they to really do it. believed that something bad was going to happen. Yeah. So, and I love that because it kind of flushed it out better where it's not just these crazy people going after this girl. It's people that legitimately think that something's going to bad is going to happen if they don't do this, doing something they don't really want believe to do. in. Yeah. yeah. So, they, don't, they did believe it. They just Well, they don't believe that like, they didn't want to kill. Nobody actually really wanted, wanted to kill to do her. It. They just, they oh, just it's tradition. Knew, we got to do it. Well, yes. It was, it was like they felt that they were. It's almost like, I was like, oh, you have to come to Auntie Marie's house for 
Thanksgiving. You don't want to, but it's tradition. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought it was a good good attempt. I liked it a lot. Um, there was obviously some pet peeves I wish were better. Yeah. I, but I'm not going to really hold <clears> it against <throat> them for that too much because I did enjoy the other parts of the movie. Yeah. So I, I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, it was funny how like it, they, it, the trailers made it seem out to horror, mm-hmm. but it was way more like dark comedy than anything. Of course, it was. It was. I was like, there was no horror scenes. There was no the la- There was. A, I'm not gonna spoil for you guys, but there was a scene. Yeah, especially towards the end, you're just like it. Just it just made you laugh. Yeah. Like it was like what the f. Like you just loved it. It was weird, but yeah, I, I do agree that the the female characters struggle. And her story arc of it was really done well, and some of the other characters, because mm-hmm. you see, you see their they're leading up to like why they did the things they did. Yeah, and everybody else is a few of them, like how you said, like a few of the characters came out of way left field that you would never expect them to do it like that. Yeah, they were like, "What the hell?" Yeah, yeah. So, so it was. I think I, I would honestly, my I'm going to give it a three Nickies. I, I would give it three naked. Yeah, three I think Nikki's. it's worth the watch. I'm not. There's obviously things I wish were better, but I think it was a great attempt. And I like movies that are different. So yeah, I, you keep on it's giving a cool, movies. That I are would different. watch. You know what? Mm. I, I wouldn't give it a four, but I would watch it again mm-hmm. if it was on a streaming service. Yeah, definitely. But no, like you, I mean, like I said, if you haven't um, already caught it, Babysitter is on Netflix, one of the original shows, so one of the movies. So if you like the actress, definitely check that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else we have? No, as far as movies and trailers, we've gone over. I mean, there, I'm sure there was a lot that dropped, but as far as trailers that I know of, these are the ones, the major ones that really caught my attention at the time. So, it, it, you know something? If there's trailers that trailer that dropped that I wasn't aware of, please, you know, hit us up on, on our Facebook or Instagram, and I'll definitely check it out because I'm, I'm all open for all new different types of movies. All right, guys, so we'll take a quick break, and we'll come right back. And welcome back. All right, so let's go into the things I did this weekend, which is, was pretty entertaining. And I did them all, which is the funniest thing is that I did them all in one day. I don't know how I managed that, but it was fun as hell. So the Saturday morning, like how we know, all right, so me and Nick normally go garage yeah, shopping. That's our routine. That's our like, that's our, that's our mantra. Mantra. That's our uh, that was like that's the only time of the week that we actually hang out. The only time. No, of no, the week. but like <laughs> in the morning we drive out and we just talk about it. Because most of the times we do is we just go to the movies or go to the gym. Okay. And we work out, so we don't have time to like chit chat about anything coming yeah. out. So that was like we, we. That's our ride along that we just ride <laughs> along around each neighborhood, see if we find little trinkets and uh, toys or comic books or video games. So that's what I'm saying. That's what, yeah. You spent that whole day just exploring the city, literally, like. So yeah, so I went for I started I didn't funny thing is because we went to the beach I went by myself, garage shopping, <laughs> and I was heading towards uh full sale because that was that was the first stop, so the first stop was at the Red Bull Conquest. So Red Bull's having they have a, a traveling tournament of Street Fighter Five, Tekken Seven, and Unist, okay, which is an anime fighter game, and what they do is they, they'll collect points. Mm-hmm. And I think if you win the tournament, uh, you're you're you come back onto their finals, like the the big 
hoopla of the tournament. So Orlando uh, was the first stop. That was I got there early around eleven. Just walked in. The production was beautiful. Any any top fighters like you know of like? Uh, I was too early mm-hmm. to get there because when I got there it was just registration, and a lot of people coming in to do casuals, just warming up, getting used to the game, and practicing before it starts. Mm-hmm. So that was that was good. I met I've met some few friends that run that are like tournament organizers. Yeah. From different parts, uh, and it was really the production was great, and the setup, and I kept on following it on Twitch, and so like um like I'm saying the like who basically like what was the prize like what are people gonna walk away with over there? Because I know I remember the CEO one people were walking away with like a couple thousand dollars. Uh, I no this one they I if I remember last year they walked away with a trophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like um, uh, like a Red Bull fight stick. Okay. But I, if I'm not mistaken, is that you like you you rep your region. So whoever won this region has to play towards the end. After they go through all the regions, they'll okay. have one final one. So they win so, a ticket or something. So yeah, like they get the golden ticket to the to the finals. So okay. There they'll play the grand finals of the re to to be the champion of the region. If I'm not mistaken. If, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Nice. But that was fun. And Did you get to play while you were there? No, I didn't get to play. I was only there for like an hour or so and just just in amazement of everything and then talking to people mm-hmm. and catching up about other events coming up. Uh so yeah. So that was that was a good stop. Mm-hmm. And after that I picked up my wife and we went to the Kissimmee Infinity Toy and Comic Convention. You know, honestly I'm kinda happy I didn't go to that because Why? I used to be a hardcore action figure collector, yeah. especially McFarlane's. I used to be a hardcore McFarlane collector. I think when when I ended my collection, I started to sell the, the, the collection I had. I had over 200 pieces individually, and I literally just had no place to put them anymore. I used to have shelves all over my room. Because I love them, and McFarlane kept on coming up with a new series every yeah every month. Oh, I remember or so. I used to collect them with you. Yeah, it's like I I mean I even went so far as it was a, a long, I think in Longwood there was an Ac- Acme comic store that they would they would yeah. sell old action figures. So now I not only was I collecting whatever he came out with recent, I would go out and buy like old mangas. Like oh like is it manga? There's like his old versions of his, his action figures. So yeah, his... it just got really expensive, and that's what I'm saying. If I went there, it would have brought me back, and I probably would have wanted to go back to that, which. That surprisingly, collection. it wasn't as like they had there were some vendors that had the original like toys. Some of them in box. Some of them, a lot of them were. I saw a table like that had like a lot of them out of box. Mm-hmm. So you could pick those up. A lot of people were selling comic books. There was a lot of uh, original comic creators there selling a lot of the stories, mm-hmm. um, a lot of pops, which we bought a few. I ended up getting um, Jim Halpert to finish <laughs> out, to start to uh, the second in my The Office collection. How many versions of The Office has come out so far? Because I, I keep on seeing they, little posters of like different versions of it, but I just wanted to know. So they have all right. So they have the original cast. Okay. That which is that one side. Then they have the special series. Almost the limit. The these are most of them are limited edition to certain cons or conven- conventions. Mm-hmm. Like they have Goldface Jim from uh, Dwight's movie. Or, yeah. yeah, Michael Scorn's movie. Um, they have Dwight the the Straw King. 
<laughs> they have uh, what is it? Prison Mike. So a lot of there's a few of them that are they have the Halloween, Halloween um, ha- uh, Jim Helper, the one that says book on his mm-hmm. face. Oh, oh, he has the three dots on his. That's that's three po- three hole Jim punch. Yeah, three hole Jim punch. Three punch hole Jim. <laughs> but yeah, so those are like exclusives that are going to certain ex- exclusive cons or stores. Mm-hmm. But they just have the regular set right now. I know they're gonna have one of them. I would all right. I would get. I'm waiting to get Kevin, but I also really want to get Kevin with the chili pot. Yes, I was gonna say it's like <laughs> that's what you I want. Have to get Kevin with the. And chili then it pot. would have to be like Stanley. It like if, Stanley and his Sudoku. No, 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 no. No, where is it? It was. It would be Stanley and Pretzel Day. Oh, These are wow. my exclusives that I would want. Other yeah. than that, so it'd be uh, Prison Mike. Okay. Uh, if it was. Uh, Kevin with Kevin with the chili. Okay. Um. Then it would go Stanley with, with uh the, pre- the pretzel. pretzel day. Yeah. Then Meredith with her broken leg. A broken what? leg or broken pelvis. Bro- broken pelvis. I'm sorry. Yes. Broken pelvis. Then it would be, uh, who would be after that? Uh, well, I mean, you just go down the characters and see which version of those characters you would. Yeah, want there wasn't. Like. Wouldn't be other much other than it would be. Okay, so uh, um, what about um? Phyllis, Phyllis would be a Santa. Oh, Santa Phyllis. Okay, Santa I like that Phyllis. one. Okay. Um, what about uh, uh, Creed? Creed? Ooh, Creed as Joker. Oh, yeah. That's an epic That was one. the best That's one. I, <laughs> I think they have a Joker Joker Dwight, but I'm like, no, Creed is the best Joker. Creed is the best Joker. Okay, what about... Um, Oscar? Oscar, yes. It would be the, the casual consumer. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, what about... Um, I'll be Angela with her cats. What about Pam? No, oh, yeah, Pam. Pam? It would be Pam with a teapot. Okay. That's cute. I can see that. Yeah. Um, I would... You know what's funny? I would say Halloween Pam when she dressed up as... Uh, Olive oil? No. When she dressed up... She was in New York and she dressed up as... Uh, oh, uh... uh Charlie Chaplin, Chaplin, but then but she the, takes yeah, the, hat opti- the optional hat you can get. <laughs> Made her to Hitler. Um, okay, what about uh, um, uh, Toby? Toby, I don't know. Toby, no, you know, be I'll be Toby uh, that is in Chile with the with the cast over his head because he went to Chile to to he went on a zip lining. Oh yeah, where he has the he had zip lining accident. So no, what about uh like where he, it would be, after he visited the uh stands uh the strangler? Oh no, that was more of a story. But yeah, okay. it, he'd like he would still have the same outfit, but that would be like something exclusive to like something. Okay. Uh, so then there would be <laughs> <laughs> Um okay, so what about um who else? Uh Kelly? Yes, Kelly Kapoor. Kelly I don't there's nothing memorable I remember. Oh, you know what it would be? It would be Kelly. All right. So it would be Kelly's figure, mm-hmm. but then it would be the coffee mugs of the whole office with their faces on it. Okay. Okay. I remember that scene. I remember that, that would be something exclusive. It was like Kelly and her mugs. Well, I I, should, I, would, I think I would just put Kelly Kelly hanging on, on um, uh, Ryan's shoulder, or Ryan's arm and just have them both as their own exclusives. <laughs> that's where you see them, right? Ryan would have the wolf shirt. Woof. <laughs> or no, no Ryan with the with the uh, burnt with the, toaster. With the what? Oh, fire! <laughs> Ryan, Ryan started, started the, the fire. fire. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Last but not least. Uh, um. Okay. Well, Aaron. Aaron. Oof. What would I do, Aaron? As 
I don't know. I, I, I would get Aaron, but I would. She's not part of the original cast. Oh, so it has to be the original cast. I would want the original cast. Really gonna get Devin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and or just an empty space Devin because <laughs> he got fired. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is an interesting conversation. Yeah, okay. so, so yeah, we got that. That was your so pop. yeah. So that got that pop. Okay, I got um Dustin mm-hmm. uh, from Stranger, Stranger Things, Things yeah. season three uh, when he came back from summer camp, and then I was gonna get Prince mm-hmm. Hakeem from Coming to America, but uh-huh. uh, my wife was like, "Oh, let me see what's this one," and it was Aquaman with his shirt off wearing. Oh yeah, you lost. So, she, so you I was like, she's one. like, "Yeah, I want this one." Cause it was like a three for twenty. Yeah, three for twenty five. She's like, lost. okay. So I had to put one back. So I had to be Prince Hakeem because I really wanted Randy Watson. No, yeah, Randy Watson is worth more. Like I think yeah, it's a more exclusive figure. I was gonna say yeah. if you're gonna get one, you gotta get Randy Watson. Oh, Randy Watson, sexual <laughs> child. But yeah, mm-hmm. so those are so that event was really good. They had uh, elderly. Mm-hmm. They had uh, the adult cosme- uh cosplay. Okay. Competition. All right. That the kids on there's a guy that looked like Stan Lee was really good. <laughs> uh, one of the things that they did at the event, which was really fun, is that because uh, they were showing Endgame, okay. they were like, "Oh, there's five stones in this convention, and if you win one, if you find it, bring it up, and you get something." I think it's, I think it might have been like a digital download okay. to the movie and a poster or something, and they were just like little looks like a. Pendants, mm-hmm. and it just had like a red stone, a like green stone, yellow stone. So they mm-hmm. had it throughout the convention. So if you just walked out of the convention, you couldn't dig in it or like move things out. It has it's just literally sitting there on somebody's table. So if you found one of the stones, because I mean to find all five, no, you have to just find one and you just bring it up and you win your say, prize. If you find all five, you basically would have to fight whoever yeah, else. But there was like this this uh, Spider Gwen and Spider Man uh-huh. cosplayers. Like these kids that were like fifteen. They were like, we found another one. And I was like, yo, you found four or something. And they were like, but we wanted, we found it for this little kid. So they would, they just like, oh, we brought a kid and they just gave it to him. Oh, okay. That's awesome. So I was like, that's super. Yeah. You're the true Spider-Man. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, oh, wait. So that was your second event. Did you have any more day- events? Yeah, that was there? another event. Okay. The third event. The third event wow. was, yeah. So, so how that's I was, so, so day, I went from, buddy. so I went to, no, here's the crazy thing. Huh. So I went from, um, my I live in uh, I live in Central Florida, but I went from Full Sail mm-hmm. to Kissimmee, like one ninety two deep Kissimmee. <laughs> okay, and then I dropped my wife off to one of my cousins' house because they're gonna go out for dinner, and then I drove all the way to like FIU area. FIU, FAU, or whatever. You talking about UCF? Yeah, I don't I don't know the acronyms of colleges around here. Yeah, like out there, like so. They basically out. went and like. Back and forth because yeah, you you went by fifty, so that's where full sale is down to one ninety two. Yeah, completely and then direction. it went back. It was the other and one kind of went back to 50. to fifty, but yeah. deep fifty, like yeah, because I yeah past uh, like uh, past like Underhill stuff, yeah. around that area. So it was a bowling alley. Oh there. yeah, I know. Yeah, oh my god, I love that bowling sky bowl, whatever it is called, uh, something like that. No, I forgot the name of it, but it's it's got the lights, it's got the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it was out there. Oh, broad, broad, um, boardwalk, boardwalk, boardwalk. Yes, boardwalk I love boardwalk. that place. Yeah, so that was I had to drive there. Okay. So there they had, uh, people don't know, they have a Twitch Orlando meet. Uh, wow. There's a Twitch Orlando uh, so group. Okay. And, and it's basically everybody in Central Florida that does Twitch streaming. Yeah. They, they do some play like very specific games. 
singular games and there was others that do variety games that they play everything and there was other people that just do there was one guy i think his name's la and all he does is cook on his stream so there was and it was a great crowd and it was like about i want to say 100 people plus easy in that room and they were just everybody was just talking about their games and how they stream and they were uh, getting pointers how to get better uh, viewers or how to stream better and their content and how they carry over to social media. Uh, they also had a lawyer from Orlando Game Space that came by and he helps people trans- transition from being a hobbyist to part hobby, part business to full time business. So, okay, wait, this is interesting because I mean, out of all things that would help that transition, for some reason I felt like a lawyer, yes, is yes, I guess I can see you needing one, but I feel like that's like the weirdest person to actually bring that transition out yeah because that makes sense yeah because he was saying his one of his things that he was saying that which was interesting and i didn't know is that so if you switch on twitch on stream mm-hmm. you like it's free and you're just a streamer yeah but if you get so many like followers if you, if you meet a certain requirement mm-hmm. you become like a twitch partner okay. which you get extra perks the, the the five dollar subscriptions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you get extra perks right. to 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 broaden your audience and get more followers and get more notoriety and just expand what you're at. Mm-hmm. So what he was saying is that even if they offer you to like you're like oh you got approved because you met the requirements to be a Twitch partner, you don't have to sign that contract. You could you could alter or negotiate your contract. Oh, so see, that makes it that's so he was like, people don't know that people are like, oh, I'm a Twitch partner, but they, they just get, jump on whatever they, they get. just jump yeah. on it because they're like, oh, it's a next step. But they don't know they give up a lot of other things and probably in the background. So I think Twitch I, is smart enough to quickly sign people that they find already getting popular. So that way they control kind of what they're getting paid. Getting it's paid, not, it's not, not like even a, getting like paid a, or they could be like they take part ownership of the content because now you're like partner, oh, wow. quote unquote. I'm not sure how it works. I actually want to sit down with him and get probably even bring him on here and talk more about well, it. It makes it interesting just because obviously what it was a couple of weeks ago we talked about how that huge Twitch person left Twitch. Ninja. Ninja. Like that's a huge character out on there. So yeah. he left and he went to another location. So Mixer. the question is, yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, I so, never I never considered that that was because I always looked at Twitch kind of like I look at YouTube where it's like. If you create something that's popular, yeah, you can monetize it after a certain time. But I didn't realize once it becomes something that could be monetized, it literally becomes a contracted negotiation where it's like, well, we want to kind of buy into you and you can actually negotiate. Yeah. It's, I, I find that so that concept so different than anything I thought about before. So he was saying that when he was uh, when he was streaming and mm-hmm. he became a Twitch partner, he yeah. negotiated his contract. And he gets he gets he gets to keep his Vox. I don't know what that is, and I'm I'm really Vox new. Vox is, uh, I mean, did I know Vox is uh, isn't Vox like a, a communication device, like a communication tool or something? I'm not sure. I don't know in what context they use it. Okay. Um, I'm really new to the stream community, okay. and 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 I first met them as CEO. Okay. And that's what they told us, and I was like, I'm just a pod. I told them I don't stream. We want to stream. We want to get with other people, like-minded people, to, you know what I mean, get our feet wet to see what am I supposed to, what are we supposed to be expecting to walk into it? Mm-hmm. So they were like, perfect. We have an event in August come through so you can meet other Twitch streamers and know about it. And one of the guys there, 
the lawyer, um, his name was uh, Jerry Lester, if I'm not remember, if I remember correctly. But yeah, so he was talking about how he negotiated his contract with the Twitch partner, and then uh, there was a couple beer um, beer vendors there that were handing out free beer. Uh, they had Extra Life there, and Extra Life is a uh, nonprofit organization that had streamers win money for particular uh, like assigned hospitals. Okay. So there were like there was one streamer. He was like, um, my hospital is a children's hospital of Philadelphia. Okay. And every time he streams, and he has like a donation thing, like, you know how people donate. Anytime they make money, he sends that money to to that hospital because he's part of Extra Life as like a nonprofit that help him promote his page so he could get more people to come in mm-hmm. and donate. So he said so far he's raised like 500 bucks. So I see. That's awesome. So basically somebody who is willing to up, up frontly give whatever they actually make to a certain degree or percentage, um, they help promote them. So they help create their own revenue service for, tra- for charity. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, so there was there and then they had uh, Origins of Storm which okay, what is that? It's a it's a fighting game. Okay. Created by an actual indie developer from Orlando. He lives in Orlando. I think they transported from New York recently, but super cool guy. Or couple, because uh, one is the developer, the other one's the artist, and we were playing and and it's like if you never if you ever played Marvel Marvel vs. Capcom two mm-hmm. or three, it's just like the same play it has like uh uh cell like colors and uh if you ever played mortal beasts it's like you could transform into a character to a beast so mm-hmm. each character they have two playable characters and one is lightning and she she ha- harnesses the power of lightning and then she could tr- she turns into i want to say like a werewolf and then the other guide was he uh takes up time and space so he could teleport at different points depending on your combo so that was that event. That was really good. And after that, I went down to Disney Springs. After what is it? Wow. After that, we went, I went down to Disney Springs. What did you go to Disney Springs for? Uh, Val, my wife, and um, my cousins wanted to go have hang out out there. Okay. So we just went out and walked out. I was hungry because I didn't eat all day. So I ended up having like a <laughs> burger. But that was my day Saturday. Just like that. baby's day out. Like you just had a whole adventure. Just yeah. Like- I was like, by the time I was, by like 11 o'clock, I was like, I just want to go home and go to sleep. I just want to nap. <laughs> that's it. But well, yeah, that's what was, that was all the events. But we do have some events coming up. <clears throat> uh, we do have one in particular that yes, we're going we get, we get, to we're gonna get to. But first, one of the other important ones was Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Grand Opening is on the 29th. Is this Thursday. How insane that's going to be. It's just crazy how, like, so many people we know have already gone. Like, my whole Se- feed is... Several times, too. Yeah. And it's not even officially open. So, I can't wait to see what's going to happen once it actually opens. Like, it's so weird how, like, you know, what would, let's say 20 years ago would have been something people made made fun of is now, like, the biggest thing, the most popular thing. Yeah. Star Wars, like, all these different things that people consider nerd culture whatever it's now it's it used to have such a taboo to it now it's it's what 
what people like. It's the main. It's a yeah. Like, people used to be thing. like, "Oh, you're such a nerd." Now, like, "Oh, you're a nerd." If you're not, if you're not, mm-hmm. you're out of the loop. <laughs> you're out of the loop. <laughs> you're not with the times, bro. So I'm, I'm excited. It's a good time. Yeah. So, um, but other than that, mm. uh, other than the other little usual trivia nights and everything else, we have our event coming up. Yes, this guys, week. I want to meet you guys. Come on, I would like. Yes, come and join us. Uh, so we have it's uh, nerd out with your brush out. Yes, it is. It might be like a. a monthly or bi-monthly or every three months thing but this mm-hmm. is our first event it's a stranger things themed and it's uh the cut the ta- the class is taught by paint with me yeah talented artist super cool person awesome girl. and we have special treats from the alchemist bake shop, bake shop which is gonna they're gonna make themed star uh, stranger things themed cup themed guys themed, themed. Not just cupcakes. We're not just going to give you, like, just random cupcakes. No. no. We're going to give you themed, which means each one of them. I'm not even talking about themed, like, well, we're just going to put a little Stranger Things <laughs> stickers on it. No. no. No, 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 no. That means this, very this person, involved. this food cupcake artist decided to make a palette, a, <laughs> a, a palette based on Stranger Things. Yes. That's incredible. That's amazing to me. Yeah. She so, has up to four, four op, five options. To five put. options. She, How she, even, she created it up to this date. I can't even. I can't even think that level. <laughs> and each and the funny thing <laughs> is that each one is different. That's each what I'm saying. I can't even think different. to the level where it's like you're going to theme flavor based on this this show. So it's like I'm going to eat this, and based on the flavor, it's gonna it's gonna remind me of Stranger Things. Yeah, that's insane. The aesthetics and everything. <laughs> Whoa. So, so, yeah, and it's going to be at Gods and Monsters. Mm-hmm. So, amazing spot. And we're going to definitely be there. We might even do a live podcast there. Uh, yeah, so. We're, we're going to be talking about this a little bit after this. But, yeah, we're going to definitely try to see, uh, set everything up. And, yes, tickets are still on sale. They're $35 for one person, two to, uh, $60 for two. You get two drink vouchers and cupcakes. I don't know what other places that you know that do <laughs> a sip and paint that offers other than drinks, but cupcakes and a nerd theme with it. Oh, yeah. Very few. And you have to at come out. At a comic book store. At a comic book store. It's like everything. The only thing we need is like a projector and wa- start watching the movies on there. I'm other shows. You. Yeah, if we can make that happen, we'll get sh- we should try. But yeah, guys, <laughs> get your tickets. They're still available. Uh, they are selling fast, so limited space. And if you if tickets sell out, still come by, hang out, say what's up, take pictures with us. Find out what these themed cupcakes are. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right. I'm calling it. I'm yeah, calling call it. All right, it, guys. Thank you for again. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerds in the City. You can also listen to us at Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, if you like what you listen to, let us know. Like, comment, share. What is what is our new thing? Tell a nerd, bring a nerd, send yeah. a nerd. Yeah, tell <laughs> a nerd, bring a nerd, send, send a, a nerd. nerd. Yeah, oh. and if you, there's any discussions that you, any topics you want us to discuss on the episodes, let us know. Or if you want to hit up on chat messenger, just send us a message. Hey, we're man. we're down to con- conversate about anything. Oh, and plus, last yeah. thing before we end it, I did buy my D and D starter set. So whoever plays D and D and wants it. Play some D&D with me. And Nick, let us know. All right, guys. I don't know. (laughs) Have a good night.